can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Celtics beat the Magic 132-96 in a game that was really never close. Uh, These are the type games that I absolutely love. If you look at the starting lineup, Jason Tatum led the team 31 minutes. That right there is a beautiful thing. No Jalen Brown tonight. No Tristan Thompson. Didn't matter. Celtics absolutely destroyed the Orlando Magic by 36 points. And our stars did not have to play a ton of minutes. That is the ideal scenario, Celtics fans. Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual. Go through player of the game. Some of the highs... Very little of the lows. I'm going to follow up with a little bit of playoff rotations as well as a standings update. To get started, I want to go through play of the game, and i got to give it to Kemba Walker because tonight he set the tone early. Uh, I think he had like 12, 14 points in the first quarter alone uh, and was just ultra-efficient tonight. End of the night, 32 points. Uh, three rebounds, four assists, a steal. 11 of 18 shooting, six of nine from deep, as well as four or five from the line. Uh, just overall, I think, was the best player on the court tonight. And you looked at, really, the way the Celtics played early. It showed that he had some rest. And this is what I'm hoping that Jalen Brown kind of looks like when he comes back from his time off with a sprained ankle because at this point last game was a couple days ago already this was one of the few periods of the season where we had two days rest in between games and now we don't have another game till friday which means he could potentially have almost an entire week off all the way from sunday to friday off uh and at this point of the season that's huge right You look at the way Kemba Walker played tonight, it's clear that rest helps, right? No matter, it's just, it's a long season. All of these guys have been overworked and it's tough. It's a tough part of the season where you really need the wins because you need to climb the standings. Uh, But this was a game where we fully took advantage of that. And we haven't really been able to say that for the large majority of the season. So I'm glad we were able to do that tonight against the Magic, who have struggled. Uh, Obviously, they got rid of a couple, like two of their best players in Vucevic and Fournier, who I'm going to talk about right now. I think he was outstanding tonight. Kemba definitely led the way. There's no doubt about that. Uh, But Fournier was another guy that really was unbelievable tonight you look at the stats 18 points five rebounds four assists also chipped in two steals uh eight of 14 from the from the field two of five from three like overall i think he looked excellent for a a large majority of tonight had a couple steals that led to a three by himself after time lord kind of got a offensive rebound and tip out 
Uh, had a couple like step back threes. Uh, really tough drive and finish in lane. I believe it was over Cole Anthony. I could be wrong with that. Uh, but overall, a couple of really nice drives. I think he played really well tonight. Obviously, this is his old team. And one of the things that I do want to touch on too is like they were talking, all of the reporters were asking him how he's felt uh, going back to Orlando because he's, he's played his entire career here or there in, in Orlando. And he just kept saying over and over, like, he enjoyed his time in Orlando, and but he's past it. He's fully past it, and he thinks he has the golden opportunity, and I quote that, golden opportunity, here with the, the Celtics, a good team. And I think that is huge. When you look at the way Danny Ainge kind of constructed this roster and made the move for him at the trade deadline this year, uh, a lot of questions kind of came up whether or not he would resign. And I think like statements like these really make you think that he's going to resign with the Celtics. And honestly, even if he doesn't, like we got him for two second round draft picks, it's not a huge deal. I don't think it's like the end of the world if he doesn't. Uh, but I still think that Fournier is a very, very good addition to this team. And you've seen it, you saw it last game uh, with a big performance, one of his best of the season on the Celtics at least. Uh, and then he followed it up tonight, another really solid night. Uh, efficient shooting, again, hasn't happened a ton since he's been here. Definitely not since uh, being, I guess, infected with corona. Uh, so this is, this is just another good sight. I think Kemba and Fournier both played excellent basketball. The other guy that was right there is Jason Tatum. And I think you had a really good performance from him again. It's not quite his 60 or 44 or 53-point games. Uh, but put up 27 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Also chipped 2 steals, 2 blocks. Wasn't ultra-efficient from 3, only 4 of 12. Uh, shot pretty respectable from the field, 10 of 22. I mean, you look at these numbers, again, it's ultra important at this point in the season that we're not playing Tatum a million minutes. He was able to get 27 points on 31 minutes. And this is what the Celtics team needs. We need wins, and we need to keep our guys at low minutes. And that's exactly what we were able to do tonight. Because those three that I just talked about, Kemba, Fournier, and Tatum carried the scoring load tonight and that's it's huge it's exactly exactly what you want for this Celtics team at this point in the season the other the only other guy that ended the night in double digits was Peyton Pritchard and I think it, again he has just continued to impress we've talked a lot about Aaron Neesmith over the last couple of weeks deservedly so I think Aaron Neesmith has played fantastic basketball uh, but Peyton Pritchard has also played very very good basketball and has kind of lost a little bit of the limelight due to the I guess resurgence of Aaron e. Smith. but Peyton Pritchard tonight in just 18 minutes 14 points a rebound and an assist five of eight from the field four of six from three like unbelievable shooting numbers from deep Unbelievable shooting numbers. 
Uh, so overall, again, it's just it's another really, really solid performance for the rookie. And I don't think he's really gotten enough credit as of late uh, because of, again, the whole Aaron Neesmith surge. Like, in all of those games that Neesmith has played really well, Peyton Pritchard's been right there with him. Uh, but Peyton Pritchard's kind of been doing it all year long. So we haven't talked about him as much. So Peyton Pritchard deserves some some credit for tonight's game. He really does. You know, looking at the bench, I think Shemi played a pretty solid game. Uh, Taco, again, didn't play a ton. Doesn't deserve a ton of minutes. Played pretty well when he was in there. Four blocks. Uh, so I think that's a, a pretty impressive stat. I think Jabari Parker, although he didn't have a ton of points, put up a pretty solid stat line in eight minutes, five rebounds, uh, as well as two blo- two points. Had a really nice, I guess, mid-range fadeaway, if you want to call it that. Uh, but overall, this is a this is a really solid win. You look at the assist totals again. Magic number twenty six. Hit twenty eight tonight. Uh, But overall, it was just super efficient scoring. And that's where the Celtics thrived. Uh, I think overall, we we took advantage of turnovers. 24 points off of turnovers. We took advantage of fast break points. 22 points on the fast break. Uh, And overall, we just, we were relentless trying to get into the paint. And it showed. I mean, we we outscored, we outperformed the Magic in almost every aspect of tonight's game. And that is a rare occurrence looking at some of these previous Celtics games. So, overall, you got to be thrilled with this. Again, the Magic, not so good. Uh, but when you're looking at the standings as they are today, every win matters at this point. Every single win matters. Uh, we did have a couple of bad breaks here and there. I mean, Atlanta absolutely blew out Phoenix, which I don't think anybody saw coming, especially by that margin. Uh, 32 points. Uh, we'll dive into that. Before we do so, want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors, and we'll dive into some of the negatives and the standings update. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is, All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, let's take a quick second here. Shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and give sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. 
Vidget has a free play sportsbook, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features, which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral SeltzPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, Celtics fans, let's dive into some of the negatives. Keep that section super short. Do want to dive into what I think will be the playoff rotation at this point, uh, but then go through some of the standings because we did have some movement on the standings today. Uh, yeah, and we'll dive into that. But overall tonight, I do want to mention one thing as far as negatives go. And I think a lot of it comes down to letting teams back in at certain points throughout the game. We saw tonight Celtics took a pretty pretty commanding 12-point lead after the first quarter. And although you look at the numbers in the second and it shows that we were that we outscored them 24 to 18, a lot of that came on the second half of that second quarter. Because uh, at one point, Magic got it down to, I believe it was five. And this is another example of the Celtics just giving up a little bit. And a lot of it might come back to the fact that we weren't playing our guys all of the, all of the time. The Magic are taking advantage. But these are the issues that if we come across a legit team, and I mean someone that's better than 21 and 45, uh, these are the runs that we cannot give up. I'm not going to harp on this because if you look at this game, the Celtics pretty much dominated the entire way through. But these are stretches that you just can't have in playoff basketball. Brad talked about it after last game. The playoffs start now. We had seven games left prior to today's game, obviously. Uh, and you really need all of them. You need to go almost 5-2 and two in those previous seven games. Obviously, we won tonight. Uh, by a large margin. So we've got six games left. Uh, with that being said, like seriously, we need to go four and two to really make a push at that four or five seed. And I'll talk about that here in a little bit, but that is super important. You look at the standings right now, as of this second, in the fourth spot, you have the New York Knicks. Eight games behind first. Eight and a half games behind first is Atlanta. New York lost tonight by a ton. They got absolutely blown out. 113-97 to Denver. Uh, But then you got the Hawks. Who, again, facing the Suns. Who have been scorching hot. Yes, they just went into overtime yesterday. So they were in the back half of a back-to-back on top of going into overtime. So it's just tough, right? I think you never really expect one of the best teams in the league to fold against Atlanta, but Atlanta played well tonight, 135-103. So we didn't pull up a game on them, which stinks. 
because it may it would have made that race a hell of a lot closer. We would have been down a half game. But this is where everything stands. We're eight games. Well, the Knicks are eight games back on the lead. Hawks, eight and a half. Celtics, ten. Miami is also ten games back. But as of this second, we have the tiebreaker. And that may change. It may not change because we face them twice in our remaining six games. With that being said, we don't really care about the Heat. Like, yes, we would love to avoid the plan, but our goal right now is not to avoid the plan, but our goal is to get to four or five. What that does is takes away our opportunity of facing Milwaukee in the first round if we can make it through the playing tournament, which, again, is just another thing that's up in the air, right? The playing tournament's scary because it's one game. Like, if you somehow make it to the nine seed, you get one game. If you make it to the seven or eight, you got to win your first. You also have to win your second. So it's not easy. It's not an easy path to get in. And then let's say you do win. And now you're facing either Philly or Brooklyn in the playoffs. Neither of which you'll want to happen first round. So you also you also get just a significant advantage. You get an entire week off. Like you can see after tonight's performance what a week off does to a team like the Celtics. We have had shit luck after shit luck with injuries. And I'm not trying to make a bunch of excuses. I know I've said that online. I've said that on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. And I've gotten absolutely annihilated. And that's fine. But the fact of the matter is, when you miss games and you're constantly trying to battle through injuries, it's not easy trying to build some sort of continuity with your team. It's not easy trying to build camaraderie. It's not easy trying to move the ball consistently because you're not playing with each other consistently. So having a week off and being able to get some practice in is huge. It's like understated how important it is for the Celtics team. So that's what I'm looking for at this point. I do want to look at the roster as a whole because with the kind of playoffs coming close, we're going to be talking about rotations a lot. And tonight was not a good example of where the rotations could possibly look because we blew out the magic and Brad unloaded the entire bench. But I'll keep this section quick because I don't think a ton has changed since the last time we talked about this. But if you look at the way that the roster shakes out as of right now, I think it's pretty evident that our starting lineup will be Kemba, Brown, Tatum, Smart, Time Lord. Right? Like we had pretty much the majority of that tonight. We had Fournier starting for uh, JB. Obviously, that won't be the case. So you pretty much got your starting five set. Historically, Celtics will run with nine, maybe, maybe ten guys in the playoffs. With that being said, it doesn't leave a lot of room for 
other kind of end of bench guys to make any sort of impact. With that being said, I think the constants for playoffs will be Tristan Thompson, will be Pritchard, and will be Fournier. Those are the three guys that I think have locked in playoff spots at this point. That brings us already at eight players. Going back maybe two weeks ago, I would have said that ninth guy probably would have been split between Shemi and Romeo. I don't think that's the case anymore. And maybe even Grant. You could toss him into the mix. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think Neesmith has put himself into that spot, into that ninth spot, and into a playoff rotation. I still think there are certain games, certain matchups, where Brad's going to do what he needs to do. He's going to play the matchup. I mean, you think about it, even against a team like the Bucks, right? One of the guys that plays a ton is Shemi because he's one of the few guys on this roster that can body up a guy like Giannis. And it's not perfect. It never is. No one can really guard Giannis perfect. Uh, but Shemi gets pretty close. Or close enough. Closer than most of the other Celtics players. So against certain teams... I do see the playoff rotation shifting a little bit. But as of right now, that's where I see this playoff rotation. The starting five, exactly what you would expect. But for the reserves, I really think that Pritchard, Fournier, Thompson, and Neesmith will be our bench nine times out of ten in the playoffs. And... For all the shit the Celtics have gotten, for all the shit Danny Ainge has gotten for not really building this roster, if you look at that, that's a pretty good core. It's a pretty good bench. Like, yes, when you're down three guys, your bench is going to look worse. I think anybody in the world could tell you that. But when, we, when the Celtics have a full team, having a guy like Pritchard, having a guy like Neesmith coming off the bench isn't exactly a bad thing. We still have Grant. They can give you some spot minutes. He didn't have a very good game tonight. Three turnovers. But he is still a guy that is going to come in make the right play most of the time. He's going to bring some defensive intensity. He's going to hustle. He's going to make some of those plays that you need players to make. Shemi, I think, is another pretty good example of that. I think Shemi had a pretty solid game tonight. Three of five, seven points, uh, three rebounds, assist, a steal. Again, defensively, he's solid. Some of the guys I don't think are really going to sniff the floor are guys like Taco, Luke Cornett, unless... Unless we have some sort of injury to Time Lord or Thompson. Uh, but it right now, it looks like the Celtics will be fairly healthy. Like JB, uh, not Danny Ainge, Brad Stevens talked about it and said that he was going to miss today's game. But after that, he will be very much day to day. There are a lot of people that have said, okay, he's going to end up playing Friday. 
These are important pieces to the mix. Tristan Thompson should be back. Romeo, again, he was injured again tonight. Uh, but these are all injuries that I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed at this point, but should be kind of done by the end of this week. And that's that's what the Celtics team needs. Because if we want to run a nine-man rotation in the playoffs, we're going to need our guys back. Uh, but overall, I mean, you look at you look at tonight's game, you got to be happy. You look at the standings, you got to be happy. Like you don't want the Celtics in a six or a seven or honestly even a five seed. But at this point, considering what we've dealt with all season long. You got to chalk this up as a huge win. So that's that's where we're going to wrap things up. I'm I'm pretty happy after this victory against the Magic. I know it's the Magic. Uh, but overall, it's exactly what the Celtics need at this point. We got to rest a lot of our starters almost the entire fourth quarter, uh, which gives them just a little bit more ease off of their workload. Uh, and now we, again, have tomorrow off, go into another game on Friday against the Bulls. Not a great team, not a bad team by any means. Uh, and then, again, if JB plays, great. If he doesn't play, we should be able to beat the Bulls. Uh, and that would, give him, that would give JB an entire week off which I think is huge as well. So at this point, that's where we're going to wrap up. Super happy with where the Celtics stand at this point in the season. Uh, If you haven't followed me on Twitter, guys, make sure to do so. Always tweeting about the games, tweeting out about the Celtics, at NBA Celtics guy. Uh, Make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, More importantly, Make sure to tune in on Friday. We've got another good podcast for you guys. And looking forward to tracking these standings, seeing where the Celtics end up. Have a good night, Celtics fans. Talk soon. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it, I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it, nah, I can't help it, nah, I can't help it, I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it, I'm all like a Celtic.